right, everybody, welcome into another episode of the Sports Ethos Celtics podcast. Man, is Patrick, your host, here with you today, also with Lucas Gaynor, as we're about to go ahead and break down the first half of the Celtics schedule and give some predictions out. Lucas, how are you doing, man? I'm pretty excited for this episode. I know you're feeling pretty excited. How are you doing today? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Pat, you know what this episode means, man? That means the season is right around the corner. So, you know, good things are ahead, Pat, even though we have all this turmoil, Pat. I'm feeling a lot more positive today, man, than I was last show. And I'm absolutely ready to get this kicked off, Pat. And hopefully I can be as close as I was last year. I was only one game off last year. So the odds of me getting closer are virtually zero. But listen, there's always a chance, Pat. Never say never. Never say never. You might predict it on the money this time. Who knows? We're going to see who's going to be the most optimistic out of the two this time. Um, we were only like five games uh, apart, I think, last year, four games. So uh, we were both pretty close to, to getting the prediction down. Pretty encouraging to watch some um, practice film today as the Celtics had their first practice, seeing Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown kind of go at each other a bit and just seeing that the vibes at the practice facility kind of looked a lot better than it did media day. And it makes me really excited to go through these predictions, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, we got a first first game against a division rival, Pat. I don't know if you want to just dive right into it. I'm Let's get to, to it, go. man. We got a long way to go. We're going to do 41-game recap today, and then we'll probably finish out the other half sometime this week. Yep. So, Pat, why don't you, why don't, why don't you kick us off here? We got a game against the Philadelphia 76ers, new and improved. Of course, this is a home game for the Boston Celtics. Pat, what do you got? I think the Celtics come out and win. I think they step step on Philadelphia right away. I know we're not going to have Robert Williams out the gate, and that's going to give us problems with a healthy Embiid, you know, coming from an offseason. But I just think that the rest of the guys around the Celtics, you know, and Embiid just doesn't have enough help um, to handle the Boston Celtics. And I think the Boston Celtics come out with a win to start out the season. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Pat. I mean, I think they overcome all the shit they have. They come out kind of on fire. I think Tatum and Brown really are the ones to, you know, do do it. Um, And I think Malcolm Brogdon also was going to have a good performance in his first game. But, yeah, I got Tatum. I got Tatum, really, himself carrying us to this win, man. And I think we come out looking good, man. Absolutely. And that's going to jump into our first back-to-back of the year. We have um, Miami, uh, then at Orlando, so we're going to Florida for a little Florida trip. And the Celtics got to start with Miami. What do you got for that uh, Miami game for game two? That's another win, Pat. We're going to start 2-0 here. Okay, I know there's a lot going on with the Celtics. You know, we're dealing with Rob Williams' um, injury and maybe some depth concerns. But I think, you know, we're going to go down there and take care of business, Pat. I think uh, we also come away with a W because the Celtics' depth here Ooh. is really at the guard position, and I think that's where Miami likes to lean a lot of the time with how well their guards play and their wings play. Celtics are good enough in that area. I think we can contain Bam just enough to get a win. Uh, going in the back-to-back, though, uh, at Orlando, I also just think they just sweep that one out. You know, they get, go into Florida, get two wins, and get out of there real quick. I don't know about you, Lucas. Uh, yep, agree. Uh, actually, actually, I have this as an L, Pat. You know why? Because back to get back games in Florida, getting the wins sounds all well and good, but a night out in the town in Miami, 
before you head over to Orlando. Okay. Can be tough. So uh, I got the Celtics maybe going a little too hard in Miami. Okay. And picking up a surprising L. And Pat, that's where the doubters are going to start to come in after our first loss to Orlando. But, you know, we're not one of, we're not, we're not people like uh, who would give up so early. You know, we held on faith last year much longer than three games. But I'm sure, you know, if the Celtics lose that game, oh, the doubters are going to come uh, with the quickness. So we got 3 0 for me and 2 1 for Lucas for the first three game start. Next game would be at Chicago. And I got another dub. Man, I got us starting out this year with a 4 0 win streak. I just think that um, with Chicago having the Lonzo ball issue, they're definitely not the same team that, that played so well last year in the first half of the season. You saw the production really drop once Lonzo went out. And I just think that he he covers a lot of what they need at the end of the day, especially with the playmaking, and they're going to lack that. It's going to show. Yeah, um, I've also got this as a win, man. I mean, like you said, the wing depth. I mean, listen, who can guard Jason? Who can guard Jalen? No Lonzo, no rim protection. I don't know, man. I was never high on the Bulls, and uh, especially without Lonzo, man, I feel pretty good about the Celtics winning this game. All right, and then we jump over to Cleveland. Um, we will be at home on this one. We go back home for the first time since opening night. And what do you got, Lucas? Um, you know, this is a, this was a tough one for me, Pat. Uh, you know, they're a greatly improved team. Okay, uh, with the addition of Donovan Mitchell, obviously. Okay, I got the Cavs. I'm, I got the Cavaliers. We we agree here. Um, I think that not having Robert Williams is going to show in this matchup more than any other matchup because, yes, Embiid is a force, but outside of Embiid, you know, it's really not that as as bad, right? But going against Cleveland, you got you Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. The 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 twin towers out there, man, are are going to have a field day. Horford can only guard one man, so I, I definitely see a lot. You don't think Luke Cornett can contain either of those guys? Hey, man, I'm not saying that he can't, but I, I just think that it's a uh, starter running with the starters at training camp. Luke Cornett? I don't know, man. That's it. It gives me it gives me some worries for sure. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you though, man. I mean, now one thing I will say, Pat, is that the reason this could swing the Celtics way is they have no Isaac Okoro was like virtually their their only wing who can like play defense. I mean, I like Karras as a player. Don't get me wrong, Karras Levert. But obviously his, you know, value comes on offense. And he's probably not going to get too many touches now, obviously, between, you know, the offensive talent they have. He'll probably be more of like a uh, a microwave kind of guy. But uh, they don't really have wings to, to check. Uh, they don't really have wings to check uh, Jalen and Jason. So it could go that way, but I'm going to go with the Cavaliers because I think they're going to have a lot of offense and a lot of defense this year. Yeah, and I just think too like um, Evan Mobley and, and Jared Allen make up for some of the lack of wing depth, so they those wings can kind of just get blown by and, and still have some recovery help. Going into that next game, That's whiskey bias right there. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're, not, <laughs> you're not lying. I mean, bro, you can't. The reason why, before we move on, I'd say the reason why like the lack of wing depth and maybe the terrible guard defense won't destroy them is because they have got a great rim protector, Jared Allen, and oh, also like you said, one of the most freakishly athletically you know, defensive ability type guys in Evan Mobley. So listen. Yeah. And I'll even go on record here real quick and just say that I, I think Evan Mobley has a chance to make an all defensive team this year. So cool. that is a great take. I am a hundred percent behind that. 
There you go. You guys heard it here first at the Sports Ethos Celtics podcast. Um, next game is going to be versus Chicago again. Oh, sorry, Washington. They're going against Washington um, on the road. Bradley Beal always seems to give the Celtics fits, man. He likes playing against Jason Tatum. There's like this fun thing about it. Um, however, I got the Celtics, you know, turning that ship right and getting a dub here. W for me. I do like what the Wizards are kind of building. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, the rebuild would be a lot better if they had traded Bradley Beal for like a lot of assets instead of re-signing him for 200-whatever million. But, hey, some teams, you know, they need to try and stay competitive. Um, not every single team is like, you know, in a situation like maybe the Celtics or the Lakers are. Um, but I do like the Wizards, though. I love Johnny Davis, even though he struggled at the summer league. I love Beal. I love, you know, the trade they made, you know, getting Monte Morrison maybe to run some point. Um, but I don't think they're going to have enough for the Celtics, man. Give me the C's. Definitely, definitely. And then you got going into the next game, we're going to Cleveland for another rematch against them. And uh, how you feeling about the rematch? Do you think we're same result with an L, or do you got them uh, getting a, a tough win on the road? I got Joe Missoula adjustments leading to this victory, Pat. Give me the Celtics. I also had the same exact reason. Um, I, I definitely saw Joe Missoula. You know, I, I think we get punched in the mouth by the length and without Robert Williams, but then we saw how they kind of work and operate, and I think we attack some of those weaknesses in matchup too. Um. Next game, we go back home for the first night of a back-to-back game against hosting the Chicago Bulls. Man, you got I the W. Yeah, I, I got the W. My respect to the Bulls is very minimal. On the second night of back-to-back, we actually travel to New York. So I think that's key to know. So they, they host Chicago, and then the next day they, they have to fly after that that game, and then they got to go to New York and play the Knicks. So, where what do you think happens here? Do you think it's a? I think for me personally, I think it's a scheduled loss with the way they have it set up. But um, what do you think, Lucas? Well, that is tough. But the back to back with a travel is just—it's a double negative. Chicago to New York—that's not a great flight either. Huh? No, the way we're we go in Boston, New York, because we host Chicago oh, fact, and then we go. Yes, yeah, so we go from a home game to a road game. Um, I'm gonna give us another win here. Lucas coming in with the dubs, with the dubs. Knicks can't guard us. Knicks can't guard us, man. All right, and then we get one day off after a back to back, and then we gotta fly all the way to Memphis. Oof, and I think this is just another scheduled loss. I just think how the schedule is planned out here, I just don't like the traveling and the amount of games, three games in four days, and that travel to Memphis. I just have the Celtics losing here. Um, yeah, I got an L2. This was my first time of the season, by the way, that I had uh, a losing streak of two games. Back-to-back yeah. L's, wow. Already, 10 games into the season. Uh, next game would be hosting the Detroit Pistons. I got a dub here. I got a dub too. Yeah, I can't. I can't no, see no. them losing Here's three my in a row. Cade, Cade gets a twenty-five point triple double, but the Celtics still win. You know, Cade Cunningham's going to take a jump. He'll take a leap this year. He could. He's he could push for some. Uh, excuse my language, but he's fucking sick. 
Oh, he's disgusting, man. He's he's a really, really good basketball player. So excited to see what he brings to the table. He, I mean, honestly, I don't like when second-year players win this award, but I think Cade could be – maybe he doesn't win the award, but he might be the most improved player this year in my opinion. Very well. He, he could take that big of a jump. Um, next game would be hosting the Denver Nuggets on the first night of a back-to-back. I got I got a loss. And the reason Same. is because Jokic is going to eat anybody who guards him. It just doesn't matter. Without Robert Williams, it's going to be really tough to to stop that man. And it sounds like Michael Porter Jr. has no limitations healthy. Jamal Murray is going to be back. I think this Denver team is going to improve a lot. So I'm just I'm optimistic about the Denver Nuggets in general. Yeah, no, I think the Nuggets are going to be good, too. I like some acquisitions they made. Jamal Murray's going to be playing basketball. I got the Nuggets, man. Jokic is going to fucking feast. On the second night of the back-to-back, they travel from Boston to Detroit and face Detroit in another rematch. What do you got here, Lucas? I'm going to go ahead with the L, man. Well, back-to-back L's and the back-to-back nights. Lucas having his first losing streak. That's I three mean, losses in three ga- in three games for or four games for the Celtics. Yes, sir. A tough little stretch here. Um, you know, Pat, I don't think traveling from Boston to Detroit in one night after getting kind of bullied by the Nuggets um, is going to be good against a team. Honestly, man, the Pistons are not that bad. I mean, I, like people talk about them like they're a young team, and okay, yes, they are young. But they made some terrific additions, you know, with uh, Alec Burks, okay? They still have uh, – Kelly O is still there, right? Am I tripping? Um, Kelly Olenek, I don't remember. Where so many is. things happen in the offseason, people. Please forgive me for not – Yeah, I think Kelly Olenek somewhere else now. Um, that's hilarious. But uh, they did also, you know, the uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich trade was huge, actually. Um, he's a really good player. Having that veteran sniper out next to Kate is going to make their offense really good, actually. Yeah, they um, should hum, man. They're going to be a fun team offensively just to watch. Oh, duh. Olenek is back with his boy, Danny Ainge. Duh. Utah, that's right. Um, and then so after that after that Detroit that. game, we got uh, yep. OKC. I think this is a, a, a dub for us. No, that's a, that's a W. You don't see the three-game losing streak going uh, with uh, OKC? And listen, Pat and some of our listeners know how much of a fan I am of a certain point guard who plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder, known as Shea Gilgis-Alexander, okay? But even he will not be able to rise to the occasion here and beat the Celtics by himself. So I got the Celtics. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I had a I had a yeah. W with Detroit. I had a W with Detroit. Um, they're asking in the comments here on Spotify Live um, for anybody who's listening to live on the show. I did have a W for Detroit. Um, let's see here. Also, breaking news: Aaron Judge. I know it's not uh, basketball related, but shout out to Aaron Judge hitting his sixty yeah. first home run of the season to tie Roger Maris American League record. What wow. a great season that Darren Judge is having. I know some Boston fans aren't going to be excited to hear that. But... No, future Red Sox, future Red Sox, Aaron Judge. <laughs> okay, go ahead and Google when Aaron, jo- Aaron Judge was asked about playing for the Red Sox. He said he loved, they have some of the best fans in sports. He grew up a Red Sox fan. Even though John Henry will never pay him, I'm still believing Aaron Judge coming to Boston. 
with that all said, we go back into this matchup here, and we are traveling to the ATL. And I have a loss here. I, I think, you know, the big men in Atlanta are too much for the Celtics without the depth. And Atlanta comes out with the win. You got a win for the win. Celtics? Absolutely. All right. So I get the loss. You get the dub. All right. And then we go to New Orleans two days later. And I also have another loss here. I just think that Zion Williamson is going to go berserk. And Brandon Ingram's going to get whatever he wants um, at the rim. There's just Robert Williams not being in for these matchups here early on in the season for Atlanta and New Orleans on the road. Uh, I just have the Celtics sliding to two games lost, losing streak here. Uh, I got the Pelicans winning. I mean, the Pelicans are my dark horse, uh, dark horse NBA Finals contender. NBA Finals. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yep, absolutely. Western Conference champion. I can see that in their uh, in their future. So they're my dark horse. Dark horse. I'm not saying they should be favored. That's my dark horse. So uh, you know. I think they're going to win. I think that's going to be a really tough game anytime any team plays them. And I think that, uh, I mean, who – talk about needing some help in the paint. I mean, Zion attacking the paint, man. Luke Cornett doesn't want to need that smoke. I, 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 I only think Al Horford wants that smoke. Uh, but yeah, I am going to – I'm going to be very excited to watch Grant Williams try his best on Zion, and I am excited to watch those bodies clash. Yeah, I'm not so excited for Grant, to be completely honest. You know, I, we watched Grant clash bodies with Giannis. I want to see him clash bodies now with Zion and say that he is now officially, you know, crashed with the thing and the Hulk, you know, because that's what it seems like. Fair enough. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, next game uh, at Chicago. Chicago just seems to be the team that I think the Celtics get right with, and I, I think they slide out of that two-game losing streak for me and they get a dub at in Chicago. Another dub for the Celtics. Lucas is right there with me, man. Right there with me. We're just cruising along. Yes, sir. The next game I had a little tougher time picking. Um, it's the Dallas Mavericks. We are hosting them. We are home. And uh, Luke, Lucas, what do you got for this game? I got an L. You got the L. It's the Luca. It's the Luca trauma that hits people. I think. Uh, Bro, I was at the Garden on KG's retirement night and watching that game and just how many times Luca has killed us in the past. Pat, you're exactly right. This is Luca PTSD, and I'm taking this L. I I am putting a dub, man. I'm putting a dub. I'm not letting Luca change my mind. Uh, we got to beat this man at some point. He can't keep getting these game winners off on us. So uh, I think the Celtics uh, added enough now for that guard depth to uh, – hopefully do enough defensively to hold him to, you know, 35 points instead of 40. And uh, the Celtics get a dub by two points. Um, and then we get the Sacramento Kings coming into town. I got a dub there. Lucas, what do you got? Give me a W. I can't pick the Kings against the Celtics. That's right. Even though you like Kings. Then the first night of a back-to-back, we got the Washington Wizards coming into town. Another, Another dub, I'm right there with you. We'll jump right into that next back-to-back game. We got the Charlotte Hornets coming into town. And what do you got here, Lucas? Oh, this is one of the uh, – no, they're bad. Give me the Celtics. 
I also got a dub. So we are we are looking good right here. A little update on kind of where we are. 21 games in. Lucas, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven losses in the first 21 games. So um, not too bad. Not too bad. Damn, Pat, I didn't know you were uh, at a dry race track. Yeah, man, apparently I am. Now people just like to drive aggressively down the street, apparently, when I'm, I'm podcasting. No, but, right now. I mean, 14 and 7, that's two wins for every one loss. I feel decent about that. Six. How about you, Pat? I'm at six losses in 21 games. So uh, I'm looking at a, a 15 and I think five, right? Or my 15 and six, sorry. Fifteen and six is where I'm at right now, so not not too bad. You know, we're we're kind of. I looks like I'm the optimistic one to start out early in these ones, but we're pretty on par with the same type of thing. And before we uh, continue on here to finish out the first half of the schedule, listeners, it's time to talk a little fantasy hoops. Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier, and Michael Bridges before any rank list? That's right. It was the Brewski 150, and you probably turned to those huge wins into some cash. Great. Well, this year, the Brewski 150 is on sale for a limited time. At the Ethos 360, subscribers can get access in less than a week. Head to sportsethos.com and click on the premium tab to grab your membership or draft guide today. And yes, to answer your most important question, the Brewski 150 is included in both options. So check back daily for more new features and go dominate your leagues again with Sports Ethos. And make sure you guys do head over there, man. They're super great fantasy experts, and they've been doing this for a very long time, over a decade. And, man, they've helped uh, improve me in, in a lot of fantasy basketball leagues. I mean, no, seriously, if you play fantasy basketball, you got to tap in because I like fantasy basketball. I'm definitely more of a hardcore fantasy football guy. Uh, but, you know, I listened to our guy Aaron, his suggestions. I got Rozier late. I got Halliburton late, and those guys were staples in my championship Team that did indeed win me some cash. So that's a real-life testimonial right there, folks. Uh, you know, I like Terry Rozier anyway because he's a former Celtic. But, you know, thanks to Aaron's Brewski 150, you know, I ended up being able to win the championship. But, Pat, back to the schedule predictions. Back to the schedule prediction. The next game we have, game 22 on the Celtic schedule, schedule is going to be hosting Miami. Um, they actually host Miami twice in three days, which is kind of weird. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that, but um, they got Miami uh, for their, on, on Wednesday hosting them, and then we host them again two days later. Um, how do you got these two games going? Do you got a split? Do you got us getting swept? Split. Do you got us sweeping? Split. 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 Do you think it's the first or second game they lose? The first game. I also had the first game loss, so we are we are so far. Yeah, we're 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 pretty inspired. We're in sync, and I'll let you guys know right now. Lucas has not made; he's making his predictions on the fly. I already put in my predictions, so I can't change mine. I'm writing in pen, and Lucas is doing everything on the fly. So if we end up like close, that's just by random luck. By chance, yeah, absolutely. Um, I have no idea what Pat's predictions are, and he obviously doesn't know mine because. I'm not even sure what mine is going to be before the question. So, you know. <laughs> Next game after having Miami twice in a row, we get to go to Brooklyn and face the Brooklyn Nets in a game. How are you feeling about this game? You L. got an L. I got a dub here. And see, I think the Nets have retooled pretty well their roster. I don't think, I think they're going to be defensively in shambles still. I think they still have a bad head coach. But I know Kevin Durant. 
Not personally. Obviously, I know him as a basketball player. I know who Kyrie Irving is as a basketball player. And KD especially, after what happened in that playoff series, if the Celtics come out lackadaisical in the slightest on defense, KD is going to kill them. I got KD going for a crazy game this game, honestly, and the Nets win. This is going to be an entertaining game, but I got the Nets. See, the reason I got a dub here, is because this is kind of in the time frame of when to, we might be expecting to get Robert Williams back. So um, not saying he'll be here for that game, but I think the team could also when when you got a player that you know is going to be jumping back in that starting lineup, you kind of want to be like playing really well when they come in and just and just like take off when they get in there. And I think there's going to be a little bit of excitement, and you know I think there's really going to be some news that Robert Williams is is hinting to coming back sometime in December. So early December, I just think they're gonna build themselves a bit and the first night of a back-to-back they get the dub against the Brooklyn Nets for me and then they got to go from Brooklyn to Toronto in a back-to-back and how are you feeling about this one Lucas I'm feeling pretty bad actually but I'm gonna give us some so you're giving a win against yeah. Toronto I think they got to bounce back from the game that they you know the climactic you know KD 40-point game you know boom they got to come out and prove themselves again I got the Celtics all right, and this is just the start of a six-game road trip, just so you know. And that's so two games in, we're we're one and one. Uh, third game in, we're gonna be at the Suns. And Lucas, how you feeling about the Phoenix Suns going against the Boston Celtics? Um, you already know who I'm rapping with, Pat. Yeah, I'll just write the W in right there next to my W. I think we both uh, got the Celtics here winning this game. Um, I think that uh, the Suns rely a lot Ooh. on their you know, backcourt um, in CP3 and Booker, and with the Celtics' defense set up how it is, it's it's going to give them problems. You know, unless Aiton really goes berserk, it's it's going to be a hard time for the Phoenix Suns. And uh, I'm lower on the Suns this year just because you know CP3 getting older, Aiton, you know the whole contract thing. You know they asked him. You know, you just go look up DeAndre Aiden media day quotes. And now, yeah, their media day was bad, man. It was bad. Rough. Dude, we thought ours was ours was rough. Like theirs was theirs made ours look normal. Honestly, it made me feel a little better about the Celtics media day. I'm not gonna lie. So go on and check it. And <laughs> I got the Celtics. And no, I said Pat know who I had, not because he knows my prediction. He just knows how I feel about the Suns. So give me the Celtics. Next game. We get our finals rematch going to Golden State. Oh, man. Uh, I, it's on the road, man. It's your fourth game in on a road trip. You've already split, you know, 2-2. Two, two, uh, or um, Sorry, you, you got 2-1, and I think they go 2-2 two two here. I, I just have the Golden State Warriors taking a dub. I got the Celtics. Lucas, Lucas feels the revenge. This is the revenge game. Absolutely. This is Jason Tatum's game. That's whose game it is. Oh, Andrew Wiggins can guard me? Not today, he can't. That's what I'm predicting, so give me, uh, give me the Celtics. Fair enough. Next game, they, they head over to the city of Los Angeles as they have a back-to-back game against the Clippers, and then they play the Lakers the next night. Uh, Lucas, how are you feeling about the Clippers? W and W. Oh, Lucas got a double win in L.A., love that. Um, I do not have the same result. I do have the Clippers beating the Celtics. They just do a lot of things really well. 
Um, and I think with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they'll be in that 28 games in. They'll kind of be back into their form, have some rhythm going. I think John Wall will have his legs under him. I, I think John Wall's in for a pretty bounce-back season. And I think the Clippers give us problems. But I do think that we're able to to beat the, the Lakers the next night. Yes, sir. Back-to-back LA wins for me. Yeah. Man. You so you have them inning that six-game road trip on a two-game winning streak, huh? Yep, All right, absolutely. love that. Love the confidence from Lucas. And then they go on a nice, solid seven-game homestand. Um, back-to-back games against the Orlando Magic. I got two wins here, man. Um, I don't know how the Orlando Magic, for you, are possibly going to win and beat us more than once in a season, but I'd love to hear if you have a oh, no, 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 I got the Celtics. I got the Celtics. You got back-to-back dubs as well? No, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Back to back dubs. I mean, you're like, I, I was like, you gave uh, Orlando a win earlier in the season. So I'm like, oh. No, you're right. There's a the very slim chance that uh, that the, the Orlando Magic could beat the Celtics once, let alone twice. So I have them winning one. Lucas game. on a seven game win streak for the Celtics right now, by the way. Oh, my. Okay, okay. Shit. I, I should have told you that because that might persuade the way you pick your next few games. No, 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 listen, listen. Okay, we'll see. We'll see these two games here. Um, next game, we're hosting Indiana. Celtics. I also got the Celtics, so we are feeling good, baby. Ooh. And then you got – Wait, 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 wait. This is a tough one. Then you got the Minnesota Timberwolves. And no, that's a win for the Timberwolves. My thing here is, like, I think Rob's back by then. If Rob's back by then, I got the Celtics. And that's my prediction. I'm going to stick with a dub with the Celtics. Lucas does have an L. Um, I, and then that leads us into the Christmas Day game. I'm telling everybody right now, that Pacers game, I really want to choose the L, but I'm not going back now. We're keeping it as a win. He's he's standing on what he first said, and I, I think that's why he went with the Minnesota loss, guys. <laughs> no, no, I think – I actually am very high on Minnesota. I think, you know, obviously their defense is going to be phenomenal in the regular season, just like Utah's was. Okay, they didn't need good perimeter defenders to be a good defender – or a good defense. And I think they're going to have a crazy inside-out presence with Cat. With Gobert, um, and you know some of the other pieces that got on that team up. Anthony Edwards exactly. is going to be exactly. a menace to society this year, but uh, he is going to uh, improve as a player. Um, but Christmas Day game, Pat. Man, I don't, I don't ever want to predict a Celtics loss on Christmas Day, but when you get a team like the Milwaukee Bucks, it makes it hard. And I got an L. Ah. Uh, you know, Pat, in the Christmas spirit, I gotta say Celtics win. Come on, man. It's at home. We can't lose that game. That's fair. That's fair. And then you got to you got the Houston Rockets coming in a couple days later, coming into our home. And I got a I got a Celtics dub here. I think this is a pretty easy dub. Yeah, okay. I mean that's uh this is tough, man. I'm gonna go with win. I think I'm gonna go with win. Yeah. All right, Celtics win. And then we got the Clippers for the last game of our seven-game homestand before we get ready for a four-game road trip. Los Angeles Clippers come into town, and I got a Celtics loss here. That's two losses to the Clippers to this point for me. No, I have a Celtics loss as well. I think they're going to get us back this time for the the game over in L.A. 
All right. Oh, Lucas with uh, – with... Like you said, I mean, brother, they do a lot of things well. They're going to have two elite wings. Two elite wings that can match our two elite wings. So it's it's kind of like whichever two wings play better, kind of get that dub. And I think, you know, Kawhi is just – Kawhi's going to remind the league. And I lied about – yeah, yeah, Kawhi's terrific. Hopefully he stays healthy. We'll see how John Wall plays. But they have a pretty decent team around him as well. So, you know, I'm going to go with the Clippers on that one. All right. And the start of the new 2023 year, January 1st, we head to Denver. A rematch against the Denver Nuggets. I got a dub here. I think we have Robert Williams, and things are, are looking better now. Um, you know, for this one, man. Going back-to-back L's against uh, Denver? Yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, I'm really high on Denver this year, man. And I think that Joker's still going to be able to kill us. Like, I don't, like, Rob is good at defense, but I don't know, like, how many guys are there where you feel confident guarding Nikola Jokic? You know, not many, but, you know, if if you can have Al Horford a little bit and then do a little bit of Robert Williams when he's back. And I think that's why Frank Williams called himself friggin' Batman. (laughs) Yep. Now you got uh, at OKC. I got a dub here. So your two-game losing streak ends up coming to a close. And then we got at Dallas. Luka is a menace to society, and I think he gives us an L here. I'm getting the – we're going to get them back for that damage he did in Boston. Give me the Celtics. All right. And then we're at the San Antonio Spurs, who I think are one of the worst teams in the league this year. Um, I don't see any player on that roster that even has a chance at even being an all-NBA or even an all-star this year. So I've I'm, I'm got the Celtics uh, getting a freebie. I'm right there with you. Boom. We're cruising through it, and we got our last game to predict for the first half of the season. Is oh my God, <laughs> we are we, we are flying through here, and wow. it is going to be against the Chicago Bulls, and we're hosting them. Does Lucas have us going? Give me another three and oh, baby! We both are on the same page when it comes to the Bulls, and they are the get us right type of team. Um, let's go ahead and tally up and see where we are at right now. We'll go with Lucas here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve losses. That puts you at twenty-nine and twelve halfway through the season. And I am Yeah, man. That's pretty uh, good. And then I'm at twenty-eight and thirteen. So we are one game off. Oh, we're right. oh, okay, we're right. Well, uh, we are. Saying, think, we that's are right there. That's a damn good record, bro. Yeah, we are right there. We are good. Um, based off of our projections so far, uh, it seems unlikely that we have the Celtics beating the the Warriors' uh, record. So, if you guys were hopeful to hear that or anything like that, I'm sorry. Um, that's just where where our prediction ends up lying. Um, but Lucas, first half of the of the season already kind of predicted how are you feeling so far about your predictions and overall what is the, 
you have the record for the Boston Celtics. Um, you know, I feel pretty good, Pat, overall. I mean, 12 losses in 41 games. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty good start for a team dealing with injury, dealing with some head coach turmoil, dealing with a 34-year-old head coach, having some depth issues with Gallo having gone down. So I maybe feel like I'm on the I'm on the high side, right, of, of the Celtics potential record. But I still feel good about it because I still feel like the Celtics are a very talented team. We still added Malcolm Brogdon. We're pretty much the same team that we are last year, but adding Malcolm Brogdon, you know, obviously Rob out for, you know, two to three months is tough. Uh, but, you know, Brogdon is going to really help, you know, fix some of the Celtics issues, so I still feel great. And honestly, Missoula, I'm very high on as a basketball coach. I mean, this is a guy who's going to bring that gritty, tough attitude. He's not going to just be, oh, he's not going to be, you know, no offense to Brad. He's just not the same demeanor as Brad. He's, you know, more of an intense guy. He's going to, he was always a defensive guy when he played. So I know that he's going to be a defensive guy as a coach. I'm really looking forward to see uh, if, you know, him at only 34 can really have, you know, good control over the team. But Pat, 28 and 13. Okay, how are you feeling, man? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I, I think it's it's in the between optimistic and kind of like realistic a, a bit. You know, I'm on a pace here for, you know, not too much. Um, I think that I'm on pace for like a 56-type win season at this point. So um, not, not too shabby. I, I feel really good. You know, eight games away from them kind of being like 500, right? So – uh, I think they improved by at least eight games halfway through the season here and compared to last season. And this team has so much more gelled, right? Like we talked about last year, they just don't look like they're playing together. It looks like they're playing hero ball. But by the end of last year, they started playing that team basketball. I think they go into this year playing a lot more comfortable. They know what they're getting out of people. Um, and I, I think they have a lot more trust in each other than they did at the start of last year. And then you add a guy like Malcolm Brogdon, who is really also really good friends with Jalen Brown um, during the protesting uh, era as well. They both were meeting up in Atlanta, um, both from Atlanta area and going to protest together. So Jalen and, and Brogdon kind of already have like off court chemistry, which I'm, I'm really excited to see how the on court chemistry goes, because I think those two are going to be able to coexist really well. Um, and then Jason Tatum is going to take a leap, man. Uh, he's, I think he is ready to put the league on notice and wants, he really wants to be recognized as one of the greatest players in the league. And he understands that there's work to do in order for that recognition to, to be officially stamped and stop being questioned. Um, you don't want to hear that fringe superstar term with him anymore. You want to, you want him to get over that hump and just be a superstar, which this is the season for him to prove that. And so I'm excited for the the 2013 start. Yeah, I'm really excited for the beginning of the season, man. I mean, I think I I agree with you about Jason Tatum. He's not going to want to be considered a borderline superstar. Because remember that Taylor Rooks interview, man? He knows that conversation is happening. Is he a superstar? Is he not, man? He knows those conversations are out there. I think he's going to want to stamp and stamp and close that argument shut and uh, prove to everybody that he is a superhero. Superhero, super superhero. Come on, man. That's how you know. Yes, sir. Super. And and make sure you guys, uh, make sure you guys go ahead and, and get ready for us to finish this second half of the season predictions. You don't want to miss it. Me and Lucas are going to be breaking down 
the rest of the season, the rest of the games. We'll maybe even go over some predictions for maybe possibly yearly awards. If we think any Celtics players or coaches or executives are going to win any type of awards or stuff like that, we can also have that type of discussion as well as we finish out the season. Uh, Lucas and I are really excited to do the second half. Make sure you guys also head over to Spotify Live and you guys can listen to the shows live and, and join us and, and engage with us in the chat. You can also head over to Spotify and listen to the show or Apple Podcasts. Leave that five-star rating and review. Follow the show at Ethos Celtics on Twitter. You can also follow Lucas at Luca underscore Gainer, me at Ball and Opinions. You can also go follow the um, TikTok page at Ethos Celtics as well. Lucas runs that, and it's amazing. Great content oh, over Luke. there. I'm going to hype it up, even though Lucas is going to try to downplay it every time, man. It's so fun. It's great, man. These videos are going to come. And, Pat, I appreciate the hyping. They're bad videos. But I feel like part of the appeal of my TikToks is that they're, like, kind of stupidly bad. So, you know, please go on there and check that out. Okay. I had one video get over 100 likes. No big deal. It's all good. No, but seriously. Um, Go check out Pat on Twitter, man. He's a great Twitter feed. Go check out the Sports Ethos Celtics Twitter feed. Pat does a great job live tweeting from there. Uh, And like Pat said, man, come follow the show. On Spotify Live, man, come here through. Come kick it with us. You know, honestly, we we talked before the show on here. So if you guys want to get up and, you know, maybe just chat with us and then maybe still listen to it, you know, offline, absolutely, you know, that's an option too. So appreciate everybody who tunes in, Pat. Looking forward to doing the second 41 with you, my guy. Yes, sir, man. Thank you guys again for stopping by. Again, it's been a pleasure. And we are out. Peace.